What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And we have got a really special episode, uh, a really exciting episode, in my opinion, planned for you guys. We're going to be talking about our top five Star Wars songs, I guess, of all time. As songs or as themes. Th- or themes. Ooh. As daunting as this is. Good Lord. Wait, isn't songs and themes the same thing? No. No, not necessarily. Because Binary it's Sunset a, is one song or piece, but right. the Force theme is its own theme that can be in different uh, songs. Right. Yeah, so we're going to be doing that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but first, we actually have some really exciting news. And I, I'll start with the first piece of news because I may or may not have picked up the book today. Um, well, weird but, flex. Okay. <laughs> Uh, if you didn't know, Thrawn, Star Wars Thrawn Ascendancy, Chaos Rising. So a few weeks ago, we did uh, a quick episode on the prologue that was released on StarWars.com. If you didn't know, it's out now. It's where, like, the fanfare music Babu would go. Fake. Hey. Yeah. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's out. I picked up my copy today at Target. Um, I figured Target would probably have it before Barnes & Noble because sometimes Barnes & Noble, no offense to Barnes & Noble, takes a little while to stock their shelves. With but stuff. if they want to sponsor us... <laughs> we will take it. We'll Just take send it. Us Dude, the sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, but I've got, I've got my copy. I haven't opened it yet because I, I literally got it on the way home. It was sold out even though the Target app which normally doesn't lie to me, said that it was in stock at one location. It was not. I had to go to a second one, but they had it. So we're good. I got it. Perfect. Um, but go check it out. It's by Timothy Zahn. If you know Is it the hardcover? About... Yeah. Oh, they yeah. only have a hardcover, right? I when think... it first drops. When they first drop, I think they're only... Now, question, Andrew. Was it cheaper at Target or Barnes & Noble? I didn't look. I just okay, got so then it you, because I got it really You probably excited. don't know my second question then. The answer. My other question would be: Is there a Barnes and Noble exclusive? Because typically there always is. Right. A really cool I will, cover. I will tell you that the inside jacket says it was twenty eight ninety nine U S dollars. And USD. yes, what about Canada uh, on the price? front. <laughs> on <laughs> the Canada price is way more than that. It's like ten dollars more, but we're not going to talk about that. Um. <laughs> On the front, there's a little sticker. There's a Target sticker that says 30% off cover price. And you save another 5% with your Target red card, which we have because we go to Target. My wife and I go to Target all the time, and we actually save money every time. If you don't have one and you go to Target a lot, you probably should. 
because it works just like a normal debit card. Like there's and Target, it's not if a you want to sponsor us too, we'll <laughs> do, take that also. But I will tell you that it was cheaper. It was like it's probably like twenty bucks. It yeah. was like twenty, somewhere between twenty and twenty-one at Target. So it was thirty percent off, and then I did save an extra five percent with my red card. Um, I don't know why this has turned into a, a this is Target, a Target ad. This is a Target uh, ad. But it's really interesting because the pages are all like outlined in blue. Dang. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, oh, that's sweet. I like yeah, that. Yeah. So, for those of you listening at home, uh, we're we're trying something where we're uh, video chatting and recording the podcast at the same time so that we can see one another. Again, because it's been so long since we've been able to do that. Can you guys? Can um, you guys see the reflection that's in my glasses? Yes, I see Ahsoka like... on your glasses, right? No, it's it's the. It, it looks like a stormtrooper. Oh no, yeah. it's the Clone Wars saved logo. Ah, nice. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, so rabbit trail, rabbit trail aside, uh, Thrawn, Star Wars Thrawn Ascendancy, Chaos Rising is out, and. Uh, Go I'm really excited it. to dive into it. Just go get it. Support Timothy Zahn. He's a fantastic artist. And by artist, I meant author. <laughs> uh, and he has done so much and contributed so much to the Star Wars fandom. Uh, so you should go support him and his new book. Um, but speaking of books in the world of Star Wars publication, guys, we got something really exciting. I don't think people understand what we just got. Yeah, this is this has got huge implications, okay? It's so big. I was surfing through Instagram, what, yesterday? When was it? Oh, it you t- sent it to this morning. I sent, yeah, oh, so it was today then? Yeah, it was today. It literally came out 12 hours ago. So Star Wars, their official Instagram account, posted photos of the man, the myth, the legend, Yoda, Grandmaster Yoda. Um, concept art from him, for him, from the upcoming High Republic series. I did see that as well. Oh, you saw it, Jeremiah? Yeah, I saw it on Facebook. That's good. Sweet. So we've got two pictures. We've got a picture of him in a very regal-looking light brown and white robe with a a gold like belt sash. And then a really cool-looking picture of him in darker robes where he's got his green lightsaber ignited. But the most notable difference, in my opinion... He looks quite a bit younger than we're used to seeing him. Yeah, like the picture with the cane. It looks like oh, he yeah. may not need it. It it also looks like he's got some serious attitude. Yeah. He he looks like he got dumped and the fighting one he looks he doesn't he look like, happy. Yeah. He he looks like the human equivalent of someone I don't know, maybe in their like late 50s. Versus, like someone in their eighties or nineties, where like where we're used to looking at him. Mm-hmm. But they, but as, the thing is, it's still two different ages, though. If you notice, because uh, I think the that's one just coming from the lightsaber, because I feel like that the darker one, he has gray hair on top. I think that's. Just I, the I think lighting. it's just the light, like the way they drew it. I think it's supposed to be like the same timeline. Yeah, I, don't know. I think we're I think I think like we're getting it. two different or the same Yoda in two different looks. Yeah, right. Because I, I think it's the um, same book. I, I just feel that he looks way. So if he's nine hundred some years old in 
the, the Skywalker saga, and this is two hundred I mean, years prior. Well, he was like, he was like eight hundred something years old, or at like the late eight hundreds in the Phantom Menace, I believe. Yep. Okay. Well, either so, way, so at he, this point he he's six hundred years old. I mean, he's a spring chicken at this point. I don't know. Maybe I just feel I don't know. Well, if you think the child is fifty and it's a baby, yeah. So, so the way um, they age if, is really funky. Really quickly, everyone, if you're listening to this and you're like, "Holy crap, I didn't see these pictures," uh, head over to the Star Wars Instagram, Facebook, um, or honestly, just go to StarWars.com. Yeah, and or StarWars.com. Go to the news yeah. blog, and it shows you all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So that was. Really cool. One thing that I I did notice is that on the caption on Instagram, it does say, get a first look at the concept art of the legendary Jedi Master. It doesn't mention Jedi Grandmaster. Mm. Oh, good catch. That that could be, look, hey, that could be me just reading into things too much and mincing words. It could be. Or, it or could be. he's not the grandmaster yet in this book. Who knows? What if? Uh, I know we're going rabbit trail. What if the grandmaster at this time is Plagueis? <laughs> oh, but he's Lord. faking it like Palpatine was the whole time, being Chancellor. What if? I mean, yeah. What that's if my next. That's my next. That's my next Ooh. fan series fan. Fiction series, all right. Plagueis, the Jedi Grandmaster. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to look at right. the the official article um, as yeah, well. Yeah, while you do that, I will also, Andrew, while you're at Target, did you see all the exclusive Galaxy Edge stuff? Uh, I did, yes. Nothing that I was like readily going to spend money on quite yet, but yes, I did. That's fair. So if you guys didn't know, Galaxy Edge um, kind of partnered up with Target, and there's Target-exclusive Galaxy Edge prototype merch, I would say. It's not exactly the same merch that you can get at Galaxy's Edge, but they kind of, like, dumbed it down and made, like, their Target versions, essentially. Um, So it kind of gives you that feel of you're potentially at Galaxy's Edge. So if you're at Target and you've never been to Galaxy Edge, it's cool. there's cool stuff that you could pick up. So I just wanted to mention that real quick. Yeah, But for that sure. came out this weekend as well. So, yeah. Uh, so, I'm reading through this article right now. The High Republic um, is especially exciting to be able to introduce him in the era of the High Republic. Um, the High Republic Yoda is a journeyman out in the galaxy. According to Older, the Emperor's little green friend will still be treading somewhat familiar ground, that of Teacher. While he's already a respected member of the Jedi Council at this point, we meet Yoda in IDW's The High Republic Adventure Series, doing what he loves best, looking out for the young folks, in this case, a group of Padawans. Um... So apparently he's not the grand. It doesn't seem like he's the grandmaster. It doesn't seem like it. it. Seems like he's just a Jedi, and he's also in his seven hundreds, which, which is younger. Anyways, that's not why we're here, though. If you want to go um, 
look more into that, go to starwars.com, hit the news plus blog thing button at the top of the towards the top of the screen. And when I did it, literally Yoda's face was right there in the middle of the screen. You can click on it. It's one of the highlights, along yes. with the article about Timothy Zahn's new book that we just discussed as well. But we are going to hit the TIE Fighter and just go straight into the music discussion. You guys ready? Yep. Yes. Let's do it. All right. Like I said previously, we are talking about our top five Star Wars themes, motifs, and or songs. Um, I'll start by saying I do have a top five. Perfect. Uh, and that is a big deal because of how difficult this was for me. Um, because I thought it was going to be easy, right? For those of you that don't know, I did a an eight, about an eight-minute Star Wars medley, uh, full band medley for my senior recital. It was the last thing I did on guitar for my degree in college. It was really fun. And I was like, oh, it's easy. I picked these songs. I picked five different tunes. I was like, oh, those are going to be my favorite for sure. And it's going to be easy. And then I took a deep dive into the actual records on Spotify, like all of the soundtracks. And it was, the, that was not easy <laughs> because like I'd listen to a tune and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I used to love that moment as a kid. And then I'd listen to it and I was like, oh, this is, this should be in my top five. And then I hear another one and, and I was like, oh, I remember this as a teenager when this movie came out, this should be in my top five. And then all of a sudden I had like a top 15. So I've whittled that down and I have a list of honorable mentions as well. Oh God. Uh, did either of you have that much trouble or is it just me well i did too well i knew what my top like three would have been um i mean i knew what my favorite one was for sure by a long shot but right. the rest were yeah right and so like i was struggling because yes there's so much content like there's literally what 10 12 probably 15 hours of soundtrack music oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, because there's 11 movies, and each soundtrack's at least an hour. So, you're looking, probably doing 15-plus hours on soundtrack stuff. And then, what's really confusing, though, is when you look at the soundtracks for the original trilogy, there's, like, 50 different release versions. Like, <laughs> yeah, that Binary is Sunset yeah. was not in the original soundtrack release. Right. Oh. And so, like, I didn't even know that. So, like, I'm, I'm typing in, like, the soundtracks... I didn't Look know that. Up, and like, I don't even like, where is Binary Sunset and A New Hope? Yeah. And so like, there's like different releases. There's different exclusive music, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Did, yeah. Have, have I told y'all about my Star Wars A New Hope vinyl? No. Have I not? Have Wait, I not shared that okay. on here? Have, no. Is it the one that they redo the story? No. Because I have that one. Okay, so I was at a half price books back when I it was the one over um by Quixotic Drew in okay. Minneapolis. You know, you know that one. Yep. So I was over there, I was with my wife. It was before we married, we were on a little date. We walk in and Aww. I was going through the vinyl collection and I saw Stars of New Hope. And it was like twenty five bucks. And I was like, it, and it looked old. I was like, Oh sweet, I'm gonna snag this. Because I we had a vinyl, we had just gotten a record player, and I was like, Oh yeah, a new hope. 
the first, unlike the movie in Jeremiah's opinion, the first half of the, the soundtrack is not trash to me. <laughs> so I got, I got, I bought it and I take it home and I opened the record and like, you know how with vinyls you have the vinyl inserts um, where it's got like maybe the credits and the thank yous or whatever, or like the lyrics or, you know, whatever they have various things. So I open it up and there's a poster with a Ralph McQuarrie, like a full size poster folded with a, a Ralph McQuarrie print, uh, an early print of the, the battle of the death star, the first death star with some Y wings. And then another, an, well, hold on. And then another thing, uh, falls out. And it's a mail-in order form for like a T-shirt, like a Star Wars T-shirt. Please like, tell me you is... did it. No, <laughs> it's all expired. Because it was, like... from, because it was from nineteen nineteen seventy nine, or like eighty, or like eighty one. It was like in the in the era. So I was like, oh, this this seems kind of special, but I'm not. You probably sure shouldn't if... have opened it. Well, no, I mean, I opened it and we played it. It sounded great, you know. Um, but then I, like six months later, I'm reading an article on starwars.com and it was, and I, and I'll find it, listen, I'll find it and I'll send it to you guys later, but it was like something along the lines of, I'm paraphrasing, but it was like some of the coolest Star Wars collectibles, uh, from the original trilogy or like some of the coolest collectibles or whatever. And this guy starts talking about this vinyl and he was like, yeah, it was, um, the first, the first run of the the New Hope that they did on vinyl. Oh, it was like the first, dude, the first run. It was like, well, I mean, of course, it, it, there were like thousands of copies, but he was like, it was a special run, and they sold it. And then I'm like, huh, that's weird. And then he goes, yeah, and it included a Y wing poster and a mail in order form. And I was like, <gasps> I literally stumbled upon like an original Episode Four soundtrack pressing of the vinyl so i have it and i'll i'll show it to you guys later and um it's worth like 20 million dollars and you're ready to sell it i don't i don't know um it's I, probably it's, worth it's over, a lot of money it's actually and it, like right on the floor right here and on I, the floor I, not, it's in a record box <laughs> oh okay i was hold like on, dang on, bro no 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 no. it's in a box that has all of our other okay. records in it by the record anyways i'll show it to you later because i was like i don't want you to cop up a furball on that thing <laughs> No, Wait, the real qu- was it like in its original wrapping or no? No, I mean it, it oh, okay. had obviously it's it's seen some wear. It's in really okay. good condition, but it's not like mint. I was gonna say um, if it was like mint and you opened that, I would have no, been so sad. Oh, <laughs> heck no, I would not have done that. Would have been like what? Um, I mean, it like it's obvious that the person who had it like really enjoyed it and they listened to it, but gotcha. like I'm, the poster is yeah, that's, that's almost mint dope. condition. Like, Dude, I could, I could open it frame and frame that. it. Yeah. You should do that. I don't know why you want to be doing that. Anyways, again, another rabbit trail down the road. Um, let's get so back I, to... Yeah, I was going to say, I have a New Hope vinyl, but it's like uh, someone reading you, like, the story. Right. But it's like a fast version of it. It's like, but it's super dope. Every May 4th when I work, because I, we have a record player at work, I play that on replay all day long so everyone knows what they're listening like it's awesome that's awesome yeah it's pretty cool i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to find this article at some point but uh it was a long time ago so who's going first that's the real question 
Well, um, should we How are we start? doing it? Are we doing like one, 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 like fives? Yeah, we'll, do, we'll count down to our top one like we normally do. Just each go round by round. Yeah, let's do it. Who wants to start yeah. with their number one? I just talked As for a, lo- number a while. Number one so or I... like number five? Number five. Yes, number five. Right, I'll, I'll go. So go. actually, and I had my list, and literally an hour before uh, we got on tonight to do this, I was reminded of one that I love, and I kicked out my number five and replaced it with this one. And what made me remember this is because in Discord, I got home from work and I looked on Discord, and you guys mentioned Thrawn. Oh, I was, wait no. a second. Thrawn's theme from Rebels is amazing, and I'm mm-hmm. kicking off my number five, and I'm putting Thrawn wow. as my number five. So yeah. The there only reason I was excited about that book coming out is because it reminded me <laughs> of Thrawn's theme. So, Jeremiah, my number five is Fra- Thrawn as well. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. And I think Thrawn is, I had Thrawn in my top five characters too. So if you haven't listened to our top yeah. five characters Yeah, list, you should go back and listen to that. Go listen to go that. Listen it's a good discussion. That. But the, I would say that when it comes to like any soundtrack of any movie TV show, the music has to describe the character in a way that is like in musical form personified as music or whatever. And so I think that with Thrawn's depiction in rebels, his soft demeanor, his intellect and his, he's kind of mysterious. His theme with his, which is, mainly with uh, an organ is super like eerie and creepy, but also like very mature and like calming at the same time, just like his characters. Mm -hmm. And every single time I still remember the, I think the first time was, it was for like the season three trailer or something for the, for rebels. Like when they had that music for the first time, when they introduced Thrawn and like, I didn't know who Thrawn was because I don't read books, you know that. And so like he's coming he's he's coming through like from out of the shadows into the frame and this music is playing and that's when i get hooked and then that same music is in the tv show and oh i just i just love it so drew he's also in your yeah you should you should go ahead and go yeah so he's that's my top five i think the way you describe it jeremiah is pretty dope like I agree. I think the biggest thing is it's super menacing. Yeah. Like it yeah. has this like eerie feel that makes you like scared of him yeah. right away. Yeah. But then at the same time, like uh like not scared of him. Like you're scared, but then you're also like, I respect him. Right. If that makes sense. Like yeah. that organ is very like we we know that organ from like either like what old school like hymns or like an organ is very like inception and yeah so like it has both of those like i respect you but i'm also kind of terrified of you and so i really enjoyed that about it and like jeremiah like my first introduction to thrawn was actually this too because i never read like the old books so for me i was like kind of like who the frick is this blue dude like (laughs) and so i remember that music a lot because it was like this it was an intense moment for me as a viewer and I, and like Thrawn's like my number two character. Like I love him. 
uh, he's my, one of my favorite characters. So for me, it's like, yeah, I, I picked him. And I honestly, I remembered about it kind of when me and when Andrew reminded me that book came out, I was like, dude, his theme is what it has to be on my. So you my, added it just before it we- was kind of, it, but it was like when we talked in that, like it was like hours prior. Okay, like yeah. I was at work, but because I can see what goes on. Hey, in the world hey, hey, hey. You know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But yeah, that's mine. I, I feel bad now because I had forgotten about his theme. Are you gonna put it in your number five? No, I'm not. Because I'm look. I this this list already has so much, <laughs> uh, okay. so much tendency to change already. Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna keep it with what I have. So, all right. Uh, my number five is, um, the scavenger. Ray's main kind of oh oh yeah. Yeah, the, the first thing that you get with her. So it's not her, yeah. spe- not specifically Ray's uh, theme track, but well, it's, it, but it but is. Ray's theme is kind of the, I don't know. Yeah, like I'm talking about the version from when she's like scavenging at the very beginning of the Force Awakens, and she's yeah, the yeah, first theme that we are introduced yeah. to her. Isn't um, the same theme that was in the trailer as well? No. No, I, I thought like the big Super Bowl trailer wasn't that the first no. scene. No, I don't remember. No, I just know that I I really liked that. Um, especially the piano, the bum dum 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 dum. It's like these these little yeah. like chord hits that are just kind of by themselves for a while, and then you hear the the um, I guess it would be the brass section if I remember correctly. Yeah. The dun, or the strings, dun, 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 dun. it's yeah. yeah. For some reason, like th- there's something very like um, this is going to sound weird, but almost like magical, and yeah. like it kind of reminds me of Harry Potter's soundtrack in a weird kind way. Of. Like there's kind of like a magic element to it. But anyways, I really liked that, and I remember um, when I went and saw it the first time. I remember actually thinking that in the theater, like seeing her like sledding down the sandbank yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And being like, oh, this is actually a really cool theme, you know, because we're getting yeah. this whole new group of characters and we're getting new music. And I was like, man, this is this is a cool addition. So that's my number five. Yeah, I yeah. I remember listening to that her theme, that track uh, a lot, especially after the first ones came out. Like, yeah, like this might sound terrible, but. A lot of the music from the sequel trilogy is kind of forgettable. There's some great themes in it, like the Kylo <laughs> Ren has two has two themes. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like I, it took me forever to like finish episode eight soundtrack. I don't even think I've listened to anything from episode nine. Um, but Ray's theme from The Force Awakens, like that's the one I listen to all the time, and I, yeah. I really, that's a strong contender for me. For like, I, I consider that one that probably could be on like my top. 10 yeah All yeah right. i was i was i was kind of surprised but when i sat down to think about this it was actually one of the first ones to pop in my head and i was like really that and then i listened to it again and i was like yeah this i'm i'm gonna do it so all right cool, cool. cool. Jeremiah, four. Number four. Number four so this is a specific song not a theme but ah. it, it is um 
Anakin versus Obi-Wan from the Revenge of the Sith soundtrack. Let me guess, Andrew, is that your fourth? Okay. Is it no. on your list? It's, oh. it's in my honorable mentions, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, man. So oh, that, that one's an emotional one for me, man. It is. And here's the thing. I would think if I look at, think of all the Star Wars music that I listen to, that is probably the single one I have listened to the most. Like, I, I think it's, it really is the perfect music for that scene in episode three. And um, what I really like about it, and based on my other choices in my top five, it has an effect on why I like this one so much. But I feel that there is the 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 song. It expresses like the birthing of Darth Vader, because oh. Because uh, the yeah. the Imperial March slash dark side theme is repeated and it's like there's variants of it and it's it's very Anakin is turning into Darth Vader during the even though he was declared Darth Vader before by when he pledged himself to Sidious, but right. during this when he's actually fighting Obi Wan. I feel like his birth into Vader is actually being fleshed out. And this song um, with that dark side theme, uh, Imperial March theme, along with the force theme also in it. And just like the battling back and forth between those two themes. It's the perfect song for that fight. Even though there's technically two tracks that take place during that fight. The beginning part is the Anakin versus Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a strong number four. Like I said, it was in, it was in my my list of six honorable mentions. Okay. Now that I'm looking at it, um, but I think in a uh, in a similar way, Jeremiah, where you're talking about like the themes are important to you because they're tied to characters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the same is for me, but also with how they're linked to moments and memories specifically. And that man, that fight is. And you know what? Yeah. I was gonna (laughs) say, maybe we should not go too in depth on that, but uh, (laughs) because it's so sad, but it, it is, it is, it's a tearjerker and it's one of the best lightsaber fights of all time. So, yeah, I like that. I respect. I respect four, that choice. So. Yeah, Drew. My number four is Ewok Celebration. <laughs> <laughs> what? what the Why are we heck? laughing? <laughs> I love the Ewok Celebration and the final of like the Jedi of Jedi it, when they're using I the stormtroopers as helmets as the helmets. No, <laughs> but see, the thing is, it's not like the the new one, the new Celebration song. I'm like talking about the 83 Celebration t- song. So if you go back and listen to it, it's it's very like, there's the Ewok noise and stuff, but it's very like celebration-y. I don't know how to describe it. Celebratory. Sure. Yeah, but it, it rem- every single time I, I like listen, like if I listen to that theme, I remember like, 
what I was doing in that moment when I had the VHS and like the original yeah. cut. Cause up until like two years ago, I used to only watch the VHS versions. So I have like a bigger memory with those cuts. And so like, for me, it's like, I love that final scene when they're banging on the, like the heads. And like, I just love that that scene so much that that song always is going to be stuck in my head. And there's other ones that I'm going to mention too, that you guys are like, okay, whatever. But, Yes, I, I so the Ewok celebration and fine and finale is what it's called on the, the whatever, but yeah, I love that song. I think it's really it ties up Star Wars for me. All right, cool, that's cool. fair. Um, what do you think they did with the heads? They oh, they ate them. They ate them. That's great. They okay. feasted. <laughs> I, I was hoping that that wasn't confirmed. <laughs> but we definitely anyways. said that. Yeah, you did. So nonchalantly, too. That was... Yeah, they ate them. Ugh. Anyways. They're bears. They're little bears. Um, okay, my number four. Oh, gosh. I'm still solidifying where... So I've got five. I'm still solidifying where they fall. Which from one? Four to, from five to two. Um, but I would say number four is... Duel of the Fates, Ooh. which is kind of okay. It's kind of the the you know it's like the mainstream, like Star Wars track, you know whatever. Um, it's the one everybody knows. Um, it's on my list. One... Oh, oh really? But it's not on mine though. Ah, oh, I, I it was an honorable mention, but wow, what a plot twist! Is that? Can I say which? It's not yet. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. okay. Um, so Duel of the Fates was one of the, the songs that I did for my senior recital. Yeah. Um, and it was Trans-Siberian kind of metal-esque in the execution yeah. of the song um, because yeah. that's the only treatment it deserves other than the orchestral <laughs> one because it's so epic. Um, but I remember, and, and there's another song on my, there's two other songs on my honorable mention list that would fall under the same explanation of why they were chosen. Um, but it was the moment as a kid, as, as seeing them in cinema, and then the thousands of times, I, I, I swear, I don't know how the episode one VHS that I have back home is <laughs> still functional because I watched it so many times. But um, same. I remember that lightsaber duel. I mean, because like the the sounds are so ingrained, right? You know, Qui Gon and Obi Wan, Qui Gon saying, "We'll take care of this," and they run, and then like the like dun 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 dun, dun it start it starts, and then the droidicas roll in, the destroyers roll in. I can hear the metallic yep. noise of them rolling in over the, the the floor in the hangar, yeah, and then like the music is is rising. And then you see Maul take out his lightsaber and he does, you know, one side and the other. And it's just, it's, it's an iconic moment, not to mention such a good backing track for a lightsaber duel. Yeah. It's in a minor key. The energy is high. You got this freaking epic sounding choir in the background. Um, this, the way the, I'm not going to get into the, the the actual like analysis, like musical analysis of it, because I'm I'll nerd out. But it's it's Calm phenomenal. Down. So, anyways, that's why it's number four for me. Cool, cool. Yeah. So my number three is I'll give you I'll give you the background of this one. So 
I've only listened to one Rebel Force Radio podcast ever. And it was their discussion of the Rogue One soundtrack. And, oh. And they labeled a theme that Michael Giacchino wrote as like the hope theme that is throughout the whole uh, soundtrack. And so that hope theme that they discuss uh-huh. is my number three. Um, okay. So it's kind of like throughout the film, you kind of hear da 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 dun 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 type of thing. So okay, I, that was my butchering at saying, but no, um, no, no, it's fine. Yeah, that that theme uh, is a hope. They label it as the hope theme because every single time there's a need for hope, that that, that theme goes throughout the whole thing. And sure. what is interesting about that that blows my mind is that theme is actually in A New Hope right after Leia's recording shows. Wait, really? Is it the song that's called Hope? No. It's not the specific huh. piece. Hope is, the one entitled Hope is the hallway scene, that music behind yeah. that. Yeah, that song's amazing. That is, that is really good. Um, <laughs> but the last half of that track is trash, so that's why it's not in my top five. But anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> but anyway wow jeremiah with the hot takes again huh so this song's a minute and 30 <laughs> okay <I'm> so, like... <laughs> anyway so when you go look at that scene in a new hope when leia's recording hologram shows to obi-wan and luke um and obi-wan's like you gotta come come with me daughter. i can't do this i'm old enough i'm not i'm too old to do this like that theme plays very briefly of like a hope, like this is the hope, like they have to go. The hope is in this moment right here, what they decide. If they decide not to go, then there's no hope left. But if they do go, then there's a chance for um, the the rebels uh, flourishing or whatever. And so Michael Giacchino takes that little, short little few second thing that from that soundtrack that John Williams wrote and expands upon it and makes that the main theme for the Rogue One soundtrack, basically. Wow. And it, when you think of it that way, and Rebel Force Radio, they discuss it way better than I just did. But when you think of that theme and you listen to it throughout the movie, it really is astonishing. And I, Is, is it the song that's called Rogue One? Like the it, beginning of that song? Da, 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 like that part? No, it's it's in like almost every track. Like it's it's throughout mm-hmm. the whole soundtrack. So there's like one that's called like Jin Urso uh and Hope Suite or something like that. Or oh. something like that one, like it's it's very more prominent in that uh piece where you can pick it up a lot more because it's repeated throughout that piece. Um but I really enjoy that theme because Michael Giacchino, he can make do variants on that theme and yeah. planned yeah, it throughout and sure. background of all the tracks that he's doing and showing that because this whole movie is about hope it's that's the message like rebellions yeah. are built on hope and yeah. so he takes that theme and just runs with it and it's really is phenomenal in my mind and michael giacchino like he should be the new john williams for star wars like that's what <laughs> i think yeah I really appreciate like the Rogue Run soundtrack a lot. Like even like the first song, like he's here for us, like that that intro, like yeah. intense moment in the beginning of that movie. But even in that song, it's like 
you're like locked into listening to this whole album. Like, yeah, it's right. so intense. I love it. Like, I love this theme. Like, you're talking through it. I'm like, dude, is it this song? Because this song is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so good. And dude, the whole song is so good because the end of it, it's like Vader. What are you smoking? <laughs> no, I like the first half of that when he's in the hallway, but when they're running through it, the. It goes to like Vader's theme. How is that at the very end for like two seconds? But as a whole, the hallway scene itself is the best part of that song. And then one of the best parts of the whole movie. It is, but that doesn't mean when they're running through the hallways to give the floppy disk to Leia, that's not the best part of the song. Like, <laughs> sure. All right, so that's that's my number three. So if you guys aren't I, familiar I, with I the agree. Rogue One stuff, go listen to it. It's great. Dude, just yeah, go listen to say... it. Super fire. Yeah, I was gonna say I agree with everything about Michael Giacchino and his work on Rogue One. So, Drew. So mine number three is Duel of the Fates. Oh, that's why ah. I was like, should I say it? Say it and that. So for me, it's nice. like it brings back like when you hear that, like you just think of that mall yeah. moment where he. Like, up until that point, we thought he only had one lightsaber. It was this really weird hilt. And then he, <laughs> he like, doubles it up. And, like, that moment to me is so iconic. Like, right up into oh, that. Yeah. It's so good. Like, I still remember that. And, like, most people, when they hear that, they for some reason, they think of Star Wars 2. Like, it's one of those songs that, like, wasn't in the original three movies, but then became one of those songs. And I appreciate yeah. that. And, like... And people literally know the like the song Duel of the Fates, but like people know it. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you say like is the hope theme from Rogue One, like no one knows exactly what that song is. You know what I mean? No right. offense, no offense, Jeremiah. I know. No offense. But like <laughs> if you say like Duel of the Fates or like, oh, the Star Wars theme when blah blah like people know that. And so for me, right. I like like you said, Andrew. Like previously, like it just brings you that like so much of like mall situation, and I love it. And yeah, it's, a, it's I, there's not much I could say besides this. <laughs> now, amazing. so one comment I could make about Duel of the Fates is I'm really disappointed. Don't you dare no, 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 no. It, no, it's nothing like that. The one thing like that I, I'm on. I'm kind of mad that I didn't notice when uh, I was watching the solo movie is before uh-huh. we see Maul's face. Oh yeah. You can do all the fates is being played as music. And I didn't notice yeah. that. How did you not? Because I was so like, who the heck is this guy? I was, I was just, I mean, that, that's fair. And so like, I was so mad when Actually, I, at first I didn't either. So yeah. that's fair. I'm just so mad that if I heard that music first, before they revealed his face, I would have been freaking out more than I was, already oh, did sure. one. He, I was yeah, like, yeah. I would have been so more excited, but is that technically like the mall's theme? Yeah. Uh, well, it's only more, played more for him less. though. Cause like outside yeah. of mall scenes, is it ever really played again? Not really. And not so, that, at least not that I remember. And I'm also so, side note, uh, side the, ori- side note. the original episode nine movie was supposed to be star Wars duel of the fates. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Elvin's so yep. cool. Yeah, we're not gonna get to talk about that and how great that script was and how it didn't happen. Um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> my uh, my number three is uh, I'm gonna 
I'm going to put it in. How do you laugh? (laughs) Okay. Say it. Say it. Say it. It's it's Anakin's betrayal. Oh, that was... That was... From Revenge of the Sith. Wait. I did not see that coming. Not Anakin's Dark Deeds? No. No? I'm pretty sure Anakin's betrayal is the one... Dark Deeds... I'm pretty okay. I listened right. to it right before we we. Filmed. Okay, let me ask you this: in this actual soundtrack, is it the first one or is it the second one? The first one, because you got Anakin's betrayal and Anakin's dark it's, deeds. Which one's first in the soundtrack? It's the one Anakin's betrayal. Okay, because I, I dark dark deeds was what was a strong contender for me. I would say it's the one. The one that I'm referencing is the one that plays during Order 66. It's not Anakin's that's, Dark Deeds? That's Dark Deeds. I listened to Dark Deeds, and I don't remember it being that one. It's at the, towards the end. Because it's the same one that plays during a, when Ahsoka's Order 66, that song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's I think that's Dark Deeds, isn't it? It's. I might be wrong. I mean, Hold sorry. I'm, I'm listening to it right now. It sounds like it. It's like at the end. Hold on. Guys, you know the beginning have... of Dark Deeds sounds very Lord of the Rings ish. No, I don't. <laughs> this is more Lord of the Rings. I I would like to apologize to all of our fans. Why? For potentially messing up the title of this. Oh, because I I because t- I, I order sixty six music. Right. So I listened to both of those the other Anakin's day. Betrayal. Anakin's betrayal is number four on the on the list, and but Dark yeah. Deeds is is number ten, and I think number ten is the one you're referring to because that's number ten well, is. It's interesting because some of those are out of order, right? And so if you, I'm on Wikipedia right now. Yeah, Dark Deeds plays in the movie just before. Anakin versus Obi-Wan and Battle of the Heroes, which was that whole fight. So I'm so, talking, it, it must be Anakin's betrayal then because it's the one earlier when he's unfortunately okay. slaughtering younglings and the Order 66 is happening. That's what I thought because I listened to Anakin's betrayal and I was like, yeah, that's it. Okay. All of that to say, the reason why it's my number three <laughs> is because of the emotional anchor that it holds. Because I remember when I when uh, I don't I'm remember like how old I was. hindsight, I'm listening to it and I'm getting depressed. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I, when I was uh, when I was younger, I don't remember how old I was when Revenge of the Sith was out. But I remember I was young. I remember it was one of the first times that like I almost cried in a movie as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like one of the first times because that score is so powerful. And then of course you couple that with hundreds of people dying. Obviously, it's gonna it's gonna punch you in the Childs, gut. Children, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's a that's dark. Like that's a dark moment uh, in cinema, just in general. Even though it's implied, you know, just the fact that that's there is, and now it's a meme. So I guess that's how the internet works. But that's beside the point. Wow. Um, Shots. Yeah, high. I was. Gonna, yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I just remember that being a really powerful moment. And it that that score amplifying the evil yeah. that was 
overshadowing the galaxy. Whether mm-hmm. you know, because you got Anakin, he's killing everybody with the clone troopers, and then simultaneously, the Emperor enacts his plan, and Jedi begin falling all over the place. Because you got the scene with Kiani Mundi, you got Ala Secura, she dies, Plo Koon. Um, they try to kill Yoda, and that doesn't work. Spoilers, <laughs> I guess, Spoilers. at this point, but. Um, anyway, it's just, it's just a super heavy, super emotional moment. And I just, I don't know that, that has always been a really heavy hitter for me as I've been listening to Star Wars music. So. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's a good one. So number twos now, huh? So my number two would be. I've kind of already mentioned it, but it's the Imperial March slash Dark Side slash Vader theme. Um, so not specifically the piece, uh, the Imperial March, not that specifically, but that theme. Um, okay. Because I like how that theme is used throughout the other music, especially like in Anakin versus Obi-Wan, how that's done like, four or five times in that song. And it's every single time John Williams slightly changes the tempo or does something different to it yeah. just to make it more menacing. And it's, it's one of the, I would argue five, maybe more, but five like motifs, like the sound of star Wars motifs. Right. You yeah. know, it and because it's used so frequently and because of the, the stuff that it, it does invoke, um there are there are a few others that have been used in many different ways, um, in that same manner. But yeah. Yeah, and so um I like you're saying, like I would say it's probably the number one most recognizable Star Wars theme. I even like more than the Star Wars theme itself, like I would say that most people know the Darth Vader thing because that's something that people can use in other media that that shows evil. That whereas, the cantina yeah. scene, yeah. <laughs> True, the cantina song is everyone knows uh, that. Uh, everyone knows it's, that. It's it's not on the same level though. Yeah, really? Would, really? Yeah, that the, the Imperial. I would say the the two top two contenders are the main theme. Yeah. And in the Imperial March motif. Yeah. So I I really like that because, but, and like even in the Clone Wars, they would use that in the Clone Wars when Anakin like ruthlessly kills someone. Yeah. Like that he shouldn't have. Like it's very subtle in the background. Um, Mm. And it's, you know, even in like the, the Phantom Menace soundtrack, it's very briefly, very quietly in the background, you hear that theme. And, it just illustrates so much. Um, what are you doing, Andrew, right now? <laughs> Sorry. I'm fixing my hat. Leave me alone. Okay, the, the video, you're like flinging your hair back like you're jumping out of water or something like that. And it's like, but anyway. Um, yeah, I really love that theme. And it's really something that I I hummed myself on a constant basis. Yeah. Wait, really? It's- yeah. Is, is that the theme when you walk to work? That's the theme that goes in your head. That's when I'm at work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a lot when, about your work environment. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's my number two. Drew. All right. Drew. Number two. 
This one has been a toss-up between the main Star Wars theme. Uh, I think I might just not have that one in, even though it's really good. The Ahsoka theme. That, oh, really? Yeah. Yours that I feel, like, high, I feel huh? like just by saying that, you paid Jeremiah a compliment indirectly. Yeah. Through I'm, really, I'm really happy that you chose that. I, I, I really I, like her theme, too. I, I didn't know where to place her theme. I really, like, I love her theme. And I was thinking about, like, as you were talking, like, dude, the main theme, like, how is that not on my top five? But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Soka theme. Her theme is just so, like, the way I describe it, it's, like, uh, it has, like, this prettiness to it, but then also this, like, kind of, like, the same, like, the Thrawn, like, you respect it. And when you hear in her theme throughout Clone Wars, like I I've learned to like appreciate it and respect it more than anything. And it just like it keeps my eye on her because of the the what's going on in the background. And I, I just really enjoy her theme. I I don't know. It feels like Star Wars. It feels like really deep Star Wars and Jedi, like like she's a Jedi, you know? And it just yeah. has this really good pull. It just yeah. has a good pull for me, and I love it. Like, and I didn't really like catch it until like, I think one time we were talking about this Soka theme, or like we did something with it. Was, it. it was probably when Andrew created the Clone Wars Saved theme song for our podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you heard it through that, and it was and Andrew's is like a a variation, like the like the first half of her theme kind yeah. of. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so. That's probably where and like, you got it. I think that's when it like drew like my attention to it. Because it it's just like some of these songs are so good, but you don't realize it until you actually like sit back and like go through the list, right? Yeah. And yeah. there's I mean, there's right. like so much songs. Like you just type in Star Wars Anakin, there's like a list of songs just about him. It's like so Anakin like, when he's flying through the clouds in episode two in Coruscant in the speeder. And Anakin, yep. when he's using the restroom with a slight variation uh, using the theme <laughs> from when he was buying lunch the other day. And yeah. It it you t- you type that in on YouTube you get you get crazy results yeah so it's like it's like the Soka Tano that's like that's the name of the song like that's the one for me it just like it brings me joy and also kind of sorrow at the same time does that make any sense yeah. at all I don't even I would, know since since yeah. you brought it up I might as well make some comments on it too um, <laughs> go ahead Jeremy. what what I think is so great about her theme is when you when she uses it. Like when we see her in the Clone Wars, she's a Padawan, and that theme kind of illustrates her her innocence and also her her uh, her learn her how do I say it? Like she's very eager to learn, and that music kind of shows her eagerness to learn and grow from a Padawan to a Jedi Master someday. Um, but that same theme, when it's used with her during Rebels, when she's an adult. Um, it it's the same theme, but it sounds like now it's wisdom now. Like, like she arrived mm-hmm. at it, and so it's the same exact theme. But no matter where she's at in life, that theme is describing her position in life. Whether she's a Padawan learning, or if she's uh, an adult uh, who's technically not a Jedi in Rebels, like it's her wisdom and her own journey, and it's her. She's unique to that calling from the Force. And it's a very versatile theme that, even though it's the same, 
it describes her perfectly in every situation she's at. Yeah, it's like happy birthday. No. It, it describes you in every stage of life you're in. And I'm sorry. Except, except I, I, did, I did not mean, every boo. I did not mean to devalue anything that you said. I agree 150%. Every year, the happy birthday song gets a little worse and yeah, worse. All right. But yeah, but now, like the happy birthday song, I feel like this song got better and better. But yeah. Right. Uh, my number two is the Mandalorian intro. Oh, oh snaps, snaps. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. It's grown on me for the for, for the TV show, like the the title yeah. music. Yeah, uh, obviously the full version. You know, yeah, like not the shortened version. Um, I really so first time I watched it, wasn't sure. Second time I watched it, I liked it. Third time I saw it or listened to it, I really liked it, and it just grew on me. Um. I don't I, I honestly it's hard to put to words why I just love it. I love it. I think it's it's a really good modern representation of Star like modern non-John Williams Star Wars. Right. Like that to me I I just it's a good representation of like a modern take on Star Wars. Um and then after watching the Disney Gallery episode where um Ludwig himself i don't know why i said it like that but because that's the name is like ludwig Ludwig. uh after watching a full episode on him talking about composing it and the electric guitar and the synths and the recorders and this just meshing of your 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 classic orchestral instruments but with a new electronic kind of modern twist to it as well um, I love the beginning portion that is actually over the title for the show with the recorder. Um, but then the dun, 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 yeah. it, I don't know what that is, but like it gets me really pumped. It's like really inspirational and um speaks to the Mandalorian's strength um and his skill. Um, but it then it also gives this sense of adventure and leaves it open for whatever is going to happen during the episode for me. So, uh, yeah, I just, I love, I love that theme. And it was kind of a, it, it kind of came out of nowhere when I was making this list. Right. So, but I was very happy. I was like, oh yeah, I, that needs to be number two. So. That I miss that. I, I don't, that was really close to getting on my list. Um, but it, yeah, it didn't, but I do really appreciate it. But like yeah. you, Andrew, the first time I heard it, I was like, I don't know how I feel yeah. about it. Yeah. It was really different. Like even I was like in the room with Jeremiah when we first all heard it. And we kind of all yeah. kind of glanced at each other. I was like, Jeremiah, like, or, do we like this? <laughs> yeah. I don't know yet. But n- now that I hear it, I, I love it. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's definitely Star Wars. It just took me a little bit to get to that part. Yeah. You know what's – you know what I – never had a second thought about the first time I experienced it. Wesley what I like. No. <laughs> Why did you have to... Don't... 
Did I steal your thunder? You had this great idea. You just just took it. You you asked the question, so I answered it. You didn't even let him finish asking the question. (laughs) Dang. Well, y'all, if you didn't know by now, after Jeremiah so just abruptly took that moment from me, today's sponsor is Wesley Andrew Coffee and Tea, and we have a quick word from them. Uh, narrated by yours truly that I think you should listen to. So check it out. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. With that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off, support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Yeah, just do it. Just go online, do it. You won't you won't be sad or remorseful or regret anything about that decision. So Okay. <sighs> now that I've reco- like a- now that I've recovered from jeremiah stealing my thunder yes (laughs) we should do a drum roll to to the number one pick just like well we should do we should do our honorable mentions before we reveal yeah so since i told you at the beginning i I kicked off my number five to put in thrones you're gonna be super surprised by my original number five from the Attack of the Clones soundtrack, uh-huh. Across the Stars. Oh, no. You don't like that song? I don't even know what that one is. That's the love theme between Anakin and Padme. That is why I groaned. Why? <laughs> I mean, That song is amazing. It's beautiful. Oh, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It is, it's gorgeous. Very well written. It's a masterpiece. But it's so tainted by that stupid scene of them in a f- the f- the field. No, like I, it's not even. I don't even think it's being played there. But I just think about that scene when I hear that song. <laughs> um, what is the name of that song again? Jeremy? Across the stars. Nah, as a standalone piece of music, but it's it, incredible. But it's, it's remarkable. As, but as a love theme, it's it's yeah, still amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. And you're right. I it's, give it to you. And there's dark aspects to that song as well that it's not just lovey-dovey there's also a dark aspect that foreshadows um how that relationship is detrimental to the future of the universe and so um it kind of it has like the the vader vibe to it in the middle of it and so i think it's it's just it's very descriptive because whether you like those scenes or not in episode two like the relationship relationship between Anakin and Padme is of utmost importance for all of Star Wars. Like 
without that, Anakin would never fell to the dark side. And so um, their their love for each other was very strong and deep, and you see that more in um, the Clone Wars series as well. Um, right. But when I think of of that aspect of the Star Wars saga about that relationship, there's no better descriptive music that could have been written. Like, oh, that's fair. That's and, that, that's fair. And so, like, when I look at my my top five or whatever, like, one of my criteria is how often do I listen to that song? And I I will randomly think of that song and just play it because I think it's an amazing song. Um, so okay, so that's that's an honorable mention. Um, I kind of almost wanted to put uh from the Empire Strikes Back, the asteroid field. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I, that's I really like that one. It's a solid one. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed that in the theaters last week. It was really good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just um, what else? And you, you could in. too. No, you can go do it right now. It's still in theaters. That is AMC. That is true. I just watch it at home though. Rogue Rogue One will be at CHS Field coming up. Andrew. Ooh, you want to go, Jeremiah? But, uh, oh my God. Okay. Anyways, please, please continue. <laughs> um, I should also, I think that like episode three soundtrack, like as a whole, like that should be oh, like, it's, it's it should brilliant. be its own, yeah. it should be its own thing. Um, yeah, I really That's like, fair. I really like, um, Kylo Ren's, his two themes that he has. Yeah. Those are yeah. really great. Yoda's theme is great. Um, yeah. true. Yeah, those are those are some honorable mentions. Sweet, Drew. Do you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, uh, the it's not a theme, but I I do like Jabba's music in his palace. Yeah, no, that might good old Max Rebo, man. Yeah, man, I enjoy it. So the Jabba theme, I guess, is it, does Jabba have a theme? I don't think so. Probably no. full of tubas. It'd be like a slug. <laughs> Dang, you're roasting Jabba, and he's not even here to defend himself. At all. Sorry, Jabba. Uh, if you want to call in, that's fine. We'll, we'll accept it. Um, so I, I'll, I like that. Those songs, like those weird songs and Jedi, like that, the Ewok one or that one, like those two, like stand out to me. Like, obviously, I picked the Ewok song, but like, the Jabba one too, even like the new one with that girl singing, like it's such a weird <laughs> song. Yeah, but like I could almost sing it, and I don't even know what she's saying because it's not in English. You know what I mean? Like it's just like I catch myself like singing it. But anyways, yeah. so that those those songs are really cool and they're fun and they're you remember those themes a lot. Um, the kind of the Star Wars theme. Yeah, that theme like it's not my number one, obviously, because I'm mentioning it. But that theme, like, is cl- everyone knows what that is. Like, you know yeah. what that is. Even if you For don't sure. like Star Wars at all, if you hear that theme, you know that that's Star Wars. Like, you could never see Star Wars and still hear that theme and know that that we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah, or Star Wars is around you. So I, I just like I really enjoy that theme. I, I think if we don't talk about it, we're kind of missing the nail on the head essentially 
Um, so I really enjoy that theme. I think that should be on all of our lists in some short sort of way. Um, but as we're going through this, I like keep like finding more songs, but like, <laughs> dude, like the, the rogue one hope, like that, yeah. like the song hope that scene was amazing. And that song is so dope. So yeah. I don't know. Go check out that song. If you guys don't remember that song, cause that song is so good. Um, and a big honorable mention I want to mention is the Soka V mall scene. That song, I don't know if you have ever like went and listened to that song. Yeah, yeah. That song is so intense because it's kind of like a mixture of like Duel of the Fates and Ahsoka's theme over top of each other. And it has a yeah. lot of like really like boom moments. I don't know how to describe it. Like probably a lot of tuba. But like it's just like it's probably more trombone or trombone and a lot of percussion. But anyways, it's super fire. Go check out that theme. I I really enjoyed that soon. There's probably a million. I could probably sit here and list off them all day, but I'm not going to. Yeah. And another Uh, one for me quick before Andrew goes is. Dang. uh, I think it was Augie's Municipal Band at the end of episode one. Oh. celebration because oh, if you didn't yeah. if you didn't know that uh, yeah, melody yeah, yeah. is actually the emperor's theme but set yep. to a jovial uh tempo yep. and tone so it's well and especially when they they glass over like him too like they sh- look at him yeah. at that like ceremony part yeah, yeah. All right, and anyway. that's when it kind of becomes him yeah yeah no Andrew, uh, i i do I'm... wait <laughs> I do like <laughs> Palpatine's theme, though. Yeah, I did want to say that. I, I enjoy Palpatine's. Theme. Are there any I more? Think, nope, I'm good. Go. I'm just gonna go through these quick because we haven't even hit our number ones yet. Yeah. Uh, Anakin versus Obi Wan from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Into the Trap from Return of the <gasps> Jedi, which is oh. the which is the the music that's being played when the battle over Endor. Mm-hmm. really kicks in um and i it, there's a lot of like visual and auditory memories tied to that and the space battle and just like seeing that over and over as a kid anyways i love that music um yoda and the force from oh. empire strikes back which happens mm-hmm. while he's doing his little three fingy yep. uh force magic with luke just a great super inspirational scene um that was on my top five scenes list too. That's that scene. Um, uh, the droid invasion and appearance of Maul from the Phantom Menace. Yep. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Yep. That again, I just remember the droids like landing and rolling out of the carriers and like yep. being a small kid. I'm like, Oh, this is f- freaking and incredible. They kept like, coming they, out and they kept yeah, coming yeah. out. They, so that one made a big impact on me. And also from the Phantom Menace, Qui-Gon's Noble End. Hmm. It's just it really emotional. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Uh, That's fair. Those are my honorable mentions. Yeah. I have one more. Han okay. Solo's return from the la- from Dear Lord. From Jedi. That's a good song. Go listen to that one. It's solid. All right. So I'm fairly confident, based on things Andrew has said in the past, that we have the same number one. 
So really? that being said, wait, really? I think you've said something in y'all, the past. Y'all know what my number one theme is. Yeah. So that's I think that's the same Do as you mine. guys know what my number one theme that's, is. That's that's why I want the Tauntaun Drew theme. Drew to go first. <laughs> the Tauntaun. And I'm fairly content, uh, confident as the Katina band, but. Wow. Well, we'll see. So, Drew, you go give your number you're, one. You're, you're just stealing thunder literally from everyone. Steal my thunder. Just take it away from me. Go ahead. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Drew, what's your number one? I, I, you already said it. I don't even say it. All right. Why is it your number one? <laughs> the cantina scene? Because it's amazing. <laughs> Do I even have to say anything else? <laughs> you already know that the cantina scene is one of my favorite scenes in all of Star Wars. And it's amazing. And I don't, I don't know. Everyone knows that theme as well. In my opinion, everyone knows that theme. So when you hear that theme, you think of the cantina and yeah. Were you, were you excited that I did that for my senior recital? I was, and I'm excited that we use it a lot <laughs> on this podcast. And also I'm not excited that Jeremiah stole my thunder <laughs> for my number one. <laughs> Come on. But anyways, yes, the cantina scene, I just love it. And the visual effect of, I'm thinking that these people are playing it or these creatures are playing it too. It brings that song. It, it's one of those songs that like you, you know, you're listening to something. You know what I mean? Like it, and st- it was like the, it's the space bar gig. Yeah. Like, like they're, they're in there playing like tr- trashy jazz tunes mm-hmm. in a, in a dive bar on Tatooine. Like, yeah. yeah. What do you think and they get like, paid back with? It's not, credits it's imperial credits prop well well okay 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 for all of my musician (sighs) friends out there this one's for you they probably got a few free drinks (laughs) and maybe a little bit of the door cost but there was no tab at the door so i'm pretty sure it was just drinks it was guys it was food probably food too everyone if you're listening to this and you own a bar, a club, a restaurant, and you hire bands. Don't do that. Please, for the love of everything that is good and holy, don't pay your band, especially if they're doing like over an hour's worth of music in drinks or food. Just give them... Anyways, that's beside the point. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I really enjoy that. It made you like pay attention to that theme for me. And I, I like it. And it's iconic Star Wars to me. Yeah. And it's like my dream to be on Tatooine and listen to them play. Like friggin' Dan and the modal notes. Yeah, dude. It's the best. So that's my theme. Uh, and I know there's someone out there listening to this and they're like, that's my favorite too. Screw you, Jeremiah, for stealing everyone's thunder <laughs> today. But yes, I'm I'm standing with you. Cantina for life. Tattooing for life. Okay. All right. I'm done. Go ahead. All right. You two share the thunder. Andrew, today. we're going to say it both at the same time in three, two, one. Jar Jar, Jar Binks. Theme. Uh. <laughs> 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 you stole my thunder. That's a joke. There was no, no one. 
no planning went into that. Oh, uh, that's funny. Oh, I should have said it too. The fact awesome. that we both did that as a joke simultaneously oh, was freaking incredible. Oh, that's oh, oh gosh, that's pretty dope. That was amazing. That, that, that that's like the new trash like moment. Like we could not have planned that better. Oh man, people All might right. forget Jeremiah for the rest of the day because of that. <laughs> All right, wow. But seriously, three, two, one, the force team. Yep, it's the force team. Okay. Oh, I could have guessed that. So, dang, I'm. T- I could have guessed that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just mad, Drew. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I, uh, I don't really know where to begin with this one, except for the fact that it gets me every time. Yeah, it's. I yeah. think it's the. I think it might be my favorite musical melody of all music of all time. It it's it is literally the most descriptive thing ever written on what is seeking to describe. And you know, I'm I've said before I'm all about what the melody or the motif or whatever is describing. And like I've said, I think I said it last week. Like I wanted at one point I wanted to go to college to be a music composer. And Michael Giacchino was a major inspiration for that because his ability to describe uh, at the time uh, individual uh, game levels on Medal of Honor like was flawless. And I'm like, this music perfectly describes this scenario in this game. And those themes and those sounds is, is per- was per- were perfect. And for the force theme, it's perfect for what it does. And every variation of that is is just amazing, in my opinion. And I I would say, like we talked about last week, how would Star Wars be what it is today without the music? And we kind of right. all said no. Like, I think without that single theme, Star Wars might not be what it is today. Yeah, I I grew up with the 98 special edition re-releases. Mm-hmm. Um I never I never had VHS of the like the original versions. So the one that I grew up with had Binary Sunset in it mm-hmm. right. and it was playing that theme. So Luke's, you know, looking out into the sunset and he's you know, you're hearing that theme. And I just remember hearing that and just like for me, I, I don't, I can't describe what it is, but there are certain pieces of music, melodies, uh, rhythms, arrange, arrangements, whatever, that just like hit on a deeper level. Like there's really good music. There's even incredible music, but then there's this, this other level for me where it's like, okay, that resonated somewhere internally. And I don't know why, but it it hit differently and it made an impact. And I remember that being one of the ones that just blew me away as a, as a kid. And then it continued to, because I, I picked up on the fact that they used it in like all of the really important moments related to the force throughout the rest of the movies. Yeah. Um, and so it continued to have that kind of reinforced, um, you know, throughout the the 
movies as they came out. Um, but I love the way it rises. Um, I love the the crescendo into the way it falls after that. I, I mean, like, I agree. It's, I don't know if I'd say it's the best melody for me personally, but it is definitely top five, if not top three favorite melodies of all time, like mm -hmm. outside of Star Wars and everything that I've ever mm -hmm. heard. Um, but it, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. I love everything about it. Um, and I love that it's always tied to moments of, of good rising up or, or it hints to that. So with binary sunset, obviously you've got this, the birth of Luke Skywalker, this character that's, you know, about whether he, he you know, he knows it or not is going to embark on this adventure, but it, it hits, um, you know, when Ray say what you want about the way she used the force in the force awakens, but when Kylo and her have cross lightsabers and, uh, circular bases, you know, falling apart. And it's the moment where she taps into the force, I guess, for like really intentionally for the first time and begins to turn the tide of the duel. Like it happens there. Um, I mean, it happens in a lot of lightsaber duels. Right. Like in, like in Obi-Wan or Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Yeah. That's also going back and forth with the Imperial March theme back and yeah. forth. And so it, it's kind of, even though it's the force theme, we tend to think of it as the light side. Yeah. Theme, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean that it still gives me chills many, yeah. many times, if not every time I hear it. So uh, I d I d also included that one in my senior recital. Yeah. Um, and what's and I, at per huh? I, I was gonna say. Oh, you finish what you thought about your recital. I was gonna say I purposely made it just me for that part. Um, it started out as like a finger style kind of chord melody thing, where I played it on electric, and then I went into like a more lead esque version of it. Um, but I did that on purpose because I wanted everything to drop down and like, we're just here for this. Like we're, we're just going to listen to this melody for, a, you know, for a split second without the band. And then the band actually rose into it and we went into the main theme after that. So all that to say it's, it's been my favorite since I started with star Wars for sure. Yeah. And with that theme, what's interesting because, because the, that theme is considered the force theme that can be used like in any Star Wars content that Lucasfilm makes. Whereas like the Darth Vader Imperial March thing, that's kind of tied to a character splash slash era. So like if yeah. we get um, the High Republic films or something in the next few years, you know, they can use the force theme and that's something that's always going to be there for Star Wars. Whereas, yeah. you know, other themes can't be there because it's just for different characters right. or eras. So, yeah. yeah. Those are our top songs and themes. Top five. We, uh, we, we had did some a really good moments. We yeah. had a, a really funny moment. <laughs> uh, but we, we went a little robbery. bit longer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say, we went a, a little bit longer than we have been in, in recent episodes. Uh, we're just yeah. under an hour and a half in. Um, but yeah, like Jeremiah said, that has been 
our top five Star Wars pieces of music, themes, melodies, whatever you'd like to say, plus some honorable mentions. Um, we did what, a blurs. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Uh, we survived. You, the listener, what are your top five? Or maybe just your favorite. Just if you can't decide, uh, tell us. Tell us. Well, and you're probably like, well, how can you how can I share my opinion with you? Well, if you go down below this podcast where you're listening to it, there's a link and you can actually leave us a voice message and we can listen to it and we may even share it on the show. But Drew, where else might they be able to share their opinions with us? Yeah, so if you go over to Instagram and type in Empire Radio Podcast, yep. you can find us. And you can also leave a message for us there or just also just go over there and, you know, follow us, like us, so that you can get up to date with things we do throughout the week and stuff. We're trying to be more consistent over there, guys. Um so there'll be there's a lot of stories more than anything. So make sure you go over there. Also, you can go to the same exact thing on Facebook if you don't have an Instagram, and you can get the same fun stories of like what we are doing throughout the week and stuff like that. And a majority of it all, if if, if not all of it, is Star Wars related. So yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure all of it is. And most of it's just me finding toys or whatever. But <laughs> anyways, it's okay. Well, it's fun. I will tell you, I will tell everyone that's listening. Um, we have some really exciting, really new stuff that mm-hmm. is going to be coming here within the next two months, I would say, give yeah. or take. Yep. Um, that, that we've been planning for a little while and that we're really excited about. And it, you're going to, if you want to know about what that is, um, our social media accounts are going to be where you need to, to, to check into, to yes. make sure you get that information. Um, and also speaking of those as a part of this, these new things, like Drew said, we are going to be posting a lot more frequently, um, mm-hmm. if things go according to plan on those. So there's going to be a lot more chance to interact with us and to see what we're doing, what we're all about. Um, and some other exciting things that we'll, I'm sure we'll be revealing in the coming weeks. So definitely go over there and check those out. But uh, with, on that note, any final thoughts? No. Nope. No. Nope. All right. Well, with that being said, this has been another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the Force be with you. Always. always.